Hello friends, this is Kaushik Mazumdar, your host. After a break of one month, we are now back. Next, we are going to talk about the Anglo-Maratha conflict. It was the dawn of a new century, arguably a new era. Bengal was already working as the capital, the power center of the company. Following the death of Tipu Sultan, Deccan had hardly any more resistance to offer for the British East India Company. Though the Marathas had fought in the alliance against Tipu, the Company Council had already recognized the Marathas as their next and probably the last hurdle en route to the governance of India. But, but, if the British East India Company started their Indian journey from the coast of Surat on Western India, why did they not acquire the Maratha belongings to begin with? Why did they wait almost 200 long years before establishing their supremacy upon the Marathas? To answer that, once again, we would like to bring in our research person, Dipanjan Maiti. Hello. Hi, Dipanjan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm good. So, Dipanjan, now, after Tipu Sultan, yeah. we we are going to start talking about the Anglo-Maratha war, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Tell me, Dipanjan, while discussing Anglo-Maratha conflict, you have used a term, Maratha Confederacy. What it really means? Can you explain it for the benefit of our listeners? So, um, to, to begin with, uh, you, you need to understand, basically, uh, this Maratha Confederacy is, a, is just a Term that was coined by the British historians to depict Maratha Empire only. But it is not exactly the same thing, though Maratha Confederacy is uh, just, you, you, ca you can call it just an another allies. But uh, if you follow the timeline, you will see there is a sharp difference. So basically, Maratha Empire comes into existence from 1674, that is the time when Shivaji got coronated as Chhatrapati. But what happens after there was continuous conflict with Mughals, you would see after the death of Aurangzeb, when grandson of uh, Shivaji, he comes into the like the ruler of the Maratha Empire. Uh, so Shahuji from his time, Peshwas became stronger and after the death of Sahuji, the Peshwas become the sole ruler of the Maratha Empire instead of the Chhatrapati. But Peshwa is a title for the Prime Minister, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So basically, uh, when Shivaji got coronated, 
he appointed peshwas as prime minister so their rule was just and you could understand he he was like more of an like head of the executive managers but from saudi's time the things got changed now chhatrapati is at the top of that uh, maratha empire but all the decision making and all the strength went to the peshwas and after shahuji the peshwas became like uh, whole and soul ruler of the maratha empire it's it was more of uh, like the known structure of uh, administrative uh, concept of our present india there is a president but your country is being ruled by the prime minister so chhatrapati becomes a president and prime minister is a peshwa that's how it is but peshwas were not no. elected it was still a yeah, monarchy after shahuji what happened it became hereditary the the, the whole uh, peshwa power went directly to the brahman vat families and the peshwa posts become hereditary to them and then what happened and uh, what happened after uh, death of shahuji in 1749 the peshwas went on expanding and uh, during this phase you would see there are major maratha families who were there in existence in power earlier they started expanding individually also uh, they sindhia holkar mostly gaikwar was um, amongst the leading ones leading maratha families amongst this and uh, what happened to control the uh, existing large maratha empire the peshwa with this at the center of the power they decided to let them rule in uh, you, you could say in a sub sovereignty state so basically they were attached to maratha empire but they were like individual independent rulers so after uh, the third battle of panipat marathas lost a lot of ground and at this point of time uh, madhavrao who was the last um, strongest peshwa you can say he came back into the rule and he brought back a lot of areas under maratha rules at least in the northern india section and to maintain uh, the rule condition to to maintain uh, a peace and the growth of the maratha empire he let few more families to control powers in different sectors and they all together formed this maratha confederacy thank you dipanjan for explaining what maratha confederacy means now I want to ask you another question. British East India Company came to Surat. Then they went to East yeah. Bengal. And then they moved to yeah, South. And only then they are targeting the Marathas. Why there is such a long wait? Is there any strategic so move I here? I really don't believe uh, we should quote it as uh, like they have waited. Though they landed uh, on the western coast on 1600 and all the the major conflict actually came between Angle, uh, the maratha and the british in picture uh, somewhere uh, in 1800 but i i don't believe they waited for it it is uh, i would i would rather uh, say like 
they were busy doing other things and they waited for the right opportunity so basically if you see when they uh, landed in western coast and they initially they got their rights to do business in surat and other areas in the western part of india and they were having a peaceful existence over there with the rest of the powers ruling over there and if you remember we had discussed about this earlier also uh, they grabbed mumbai i would say grabbed mumbai from portuguese by nuptial arrangements without shedding a single drop of blood so you know they were growing in the region without much of a battle over there but marathas were already busy fighting battles against moguls and afghans and their whole sole goal was to become the next uh, rulers of india at initial phase of 1600s and by the uh, half of 1700s britishers were merely traders there we have seen this uh, in our early episodes that how they become more interested into uh, ruling like their most of the focus till 1757 was only trading and then they started growing then they went on to capturing uh, bengal and other parts uh, mostly in the eastern and southern parts of india but still in the western part they have they were having a very peaceful existence they didn't have much to lose on their trading but when this arch job being uh, in power uh, become more relevant to them they thought it is time for them to take over the western coast of india from the marathas and there is another uh, facts to that that if you see initial phase of uh, british east india company it really took them some time to understand the uh, army uh, economics of india so what is army economics uh, war economics is like in Uh, in those days a lot of battle used to be won by the by the conflicting parties just by paying whole sum to the soldiers of another party so even during the anglo maratha war when we go through we would see there are sections where britishers have won forts after forts not not by fighting but just paying the debts uh, that was like the pending payments or bribe and all so it took some time for them to understand that this war economics of uh, of uh, indian polity at that time and uh, it really took them some more time to build their own native army that is one of the biggest thing without having their own native army it was impossible to beat marathas because maratha confederacy was one of the most formidable forces like if you if you see we would see hyder ali as one of the most uh, hyder ali tipu sultan the mysoreans they were fierce fierce uh, in, in in the field and they are very good uh, uh, planner also Yeah, they are very good in administration also but 
uh, if you see in case of marathas they were in numbers the families the leaders of the families and of the confederacy they were each and uh, everyone in their individual rights they were they were great uh, fighters and they had uh, very strong soldiers which were like even even uh, few british uh, generals were part of uh, sindhya and holkar's army and uh, also the iranian pashtuns so if, if altogether they had a very strong army uh, to fight against for the britishers and so until unless this confederacy become weak it was not possible for the britishers to uh, go fight against them and uh, win it so they were waiting for the right opportunity and they saw one one opportunity after the uh, death of madhav rao while there is this uh, because i already we already discussed about it was hereditary the peshwasip so for the right of peshwasip there was a conflict within the family and that that's what they exploited and that's that's what ended up into uh, as as resulted the first anglo maratha war so like we, we can say it it was more of like uh, britishers were waiting for the right opportunity and the timeline was not much of concern to them because they were anywhere anywhere uh, growing um, and the rest of the part of the india and uh, i i possibly feel though um the rulers of india at that like rulers of different states of india at that time didn't see india as india as a as a wholesome country britishers did for them it was more of a like to grow their strength in different parts and then to fight against the strongest of the uh, of the kings or, or the leaders that that was a plan british east india company initially came as a trader yeah. right so during those initial days they may not even had the plan to conquer yeah, india yeah 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 they they were just a trade and it was more of like if i have a very peaceful existence and i can maintain my trading in my western coast then why should i fight that would that would be uh, rather that will have rather worse impact on their trading so there was no reason and and another point though we i just discussed about this that maratha confederacy because it was a confederacy there was number of leaders they had very strong army but because they they had number of leaders that started becoming uh, more of a trouble for them after they lost were very strong peshwa in madhav rao uh, since the death of madhav rao the conflicts between the families become more visible and that was the point where britishers saw that this is the opportunity to take the battle thoroughly against the marathas and why i say this if you see the timeline the first anglo maratha war happens before britishers went and for the second third and fourth anglo mysore war so they saw one opportunity they tried to exploit that it didn't work out britishers lost that battle and this started their process of divide and rule 
very and interesting to conclude i i would say it was rather the strategy to wait divide bribe battle and conquer because they also applied every possible ways when they could win the battles without shedding the blood they also did that just just by paying money so it was more of a planned way to go into it rather than uh, uh, just 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 uh one after another opportunity but i think that's how they that's how they uh, planned it thank you dipanjan for explaining what a maratha confederacy was and why britishers wait such a long time before attacking maratha empire now we are almost running out of time thank you dipanjan for setting up the stage before we start the anglo maratha conflict Uh, thank you for your time again bye have a nice day take care bye want to learn more about the untold story of indian freedom struggle keep listening we got a page from episode notes and resources visit us at http://www.ksproductionsusa.com Subscribe to the Revolution Untold Story of Indian Freedom Struggle at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you get your audio. Be sure to leave us a review, give us 5 stars and please talk about us to your friends and family. We want to hear directly from you too, so send us an email. Our email address is therevolution@ksproductionsusa.com. The Revolution Untold Story of Indian Freedom Struggle is produced by KS Productions INC in collaboration with Pastel Entertainment. Our executive producers are Kaushik Mazumdar and Shushmita Mazumdar from KS Productions INC and Shauli Mazumdar from Pastel Entertainment. Our researcher is Dipanjan Maithi. Content developed by Dipanjan Maithi and Kaushik Mazumdar. Original music composed and designed by Shottojit Shen. Also used compositions by Kazi Nazrul Islam. So friends, that is all for today. But stay tuned for our next episode on Anglo-Maratha conflict. We'll discuss how Anglo-Maratha conflict shaped the future of India.